welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on dangers and causes of hatred. And uh, we spent the first significant portion of the series on all of the causes as well as the dangers. I am now wanting to uh, make sure I finalize this series with some significant help uh, for those of you who want to know how how you can get out of this trap because it really is, it's a downward spiral. It's a, it's a, it's a trap that we can get ourselves into without even really realizing it's happening to us. And um, at the beginning, I had also promised that I would offer a few tips on how you can help somebody else that may be caught up in hatred. So yesterday, we uh, left off uh, talking about the triggers, a lot about triggers and, and, you know, really beginning to understand what sets us off and being very aware of that, paying attention to that rise on the inside of us so we can stop it. And this isn't something you're going to learn overnight. In fact, you'll probably fail at it again and again and again as you try because for so long you've programmed yourself to just live in this hate. And the longer you have programmed yourself or wired it in, the longer it may take to get out of it. Now, not as long as it took to wire it in, probably, um, but uh, it depends on how diligent you want to be with it, okay? And putting things in writing is always the best way to do it. So um, if you haven't yet, write out those triggers, those things that set you off. And then really start to kind of pay attention to them. Put it somewhere where you'll see it every day so that you'll be more focused or more aware. It's like if you go on a diet and you start to track your calories, or you have a food journal, or maybe you weigh yourself every day, you stay very cognizant of what you're eating, and you you tend to, to um, you know pay more diligence to the cause. The same thing with psychological changes, with um, you know altering mindsets, it's really the same sort of process. So what you're trying to do is instead of just allowing your brain to go willy-nilly the way it's always gone, you're going to force it to start thinking in new ways, okay? So when it comes to triggers and even those things that you hate, now whether they're organizations, people groups, uh, cultures, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, it could be a number of different things. It could be your parents. I don't know. I, I'm not, I, that's not for me to figure out. That's for you. Write them down. And then start to really begin to assess how you want to approach it, okay? Obviously, there are real feelings attached and you can't just make them go away. That's not realistic, okay? And even in my book, uh, I dedicate chapters 6 and 7 to forgiveness of others. And it's a journey. It's a five-step journey that for some may take weeks or months. Others, it may take years to do. But it's a journey. It's not an event. You don't just roll out of bed one day and go, you know what, I'm just going to stop hating that person or I'm just going to forgive that person. It is a process and you slowly over time rewire and reframe pushing your thoughts in the direction you want them to go. And it takes time, okay? 
Um, if you were to learn, say, how to play an instrument tomorrow, or, well, not tomorrow. <laughs> that totally defrays my point here. If you want to learn how to play an instrument, you have to start tomorrow and work on it long term, a little more at a time, a little more at a time. And the more you practice, the better you get at the instrument because you begin to wire in in your subconscious how to play that instrument to where it becomes automatic. Well, the same, that's the same way you built in the hatred and it's the same way that you're going to uh, remove it from your life is over time practicing. And as I said, writing it down is a huge help. I have a client uh, that, I'm, uh, that I'm working with right now that said something really quite astute yesterday and I want to share that with you. Uh, we were discussing his aspirations for fitness and health. And, um, and what he said to me, you know, I already kind of knew was effective, but the way that he put it into play, I was so impressed. He goes to the gym. Okay. And he didn't, he never did that before. So he's learned how to, he's forced himself into this new habit of going to the gym every day. He gets up at four 30. He never used to do that, but he loves doing it now because every day he disciplined himself to do it. And I'm not suggesting you get up at four 30. That's not the point of this conversation. So don't go down a happy trail here, but Here's the point. When he works out, he writes down everything that he just did that day. You know, I did five push-ups. I did X amount of weights. Then I had five repetitions or 10 repetitions or whatever. He writes it all out. And then the next day when he goes back in, he's going to write it down again. And here's what has happened to him. He's afraid that he's, he's going to let himself down if he writes down anything less than what he did the day before. So it's become a form of discipline and it's a strategy that's working for him. And he's so excited. He's so, uh, you know, uh, inspired by this, this method. And he's doing the same thing with his diet and food. He's writing it down. So writing down has a huge effect on your success. And uh, when you think about building a house or a business plan, you have to have it in writing. You have to have it all laid out with a blueprint and strategy and the whole nine yards. Well, if you're going to get away from some of these old mindsets and habits that have hurt you or damaged you, you've got to get them in writing. Now, here's my tip before I run out of time on how to help somebody else. If it's somebody you're in close relationship with, um, ask them how you can help them and, and, and offer to hold them in account. Maybe make a phone call once or twice a week, or maybe you two sit together and make a strategy or a list. Or maybe you set up certain cues and ideas on how you might be able to nudge somebody without offending or hurting or, or angering them. Um, find a buddy, a partner that you can, you can work with that can help you stay on track. Now, if you don't know anybody that you would trust with this or that you feel comfortable with, you can get a counselor. You can get a coach. You know, I'm a coach. But you can even get a, psycho, a, a psychotherapist or a, uh, uh, a mentor or, or whoever you need to. To have somebody come alongside you and help you with these kinds of pieces of accountability and helping you break it down and develop a plan, okay? So I am out of time today. I'm actually over time. We're going to go ahead and end at this point. It's Michelle Steffens, Reframing Rewire, encouraging you to keep reaching higher and never give up on who you are.